Welcome to Bite Size Biz. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Stephanie. We're your new business besties holding your hand as we grow businesses together. How do you build a business? Like you eat an elephant, one bite at a time. We are here to help you every step of the way. No gatekeeping here. We're diving deep into all things business and finance. As well as having a little fun along the way. Let's Let's do do it. it. Hey y'all, welcome back to Bite Size Biz. It's Stephanie here today doing a solo episode. Um, And I'm going to be kind of chatting a little bit about some productivity tips. I have five productivity tips for you today. And I really wanted to do this episode solo just because um, Kelsey and I are, you know, on different stages of our journey of business um, ownership. And I am at the stage now where I am working full time. And so my free time to build up my business is a little bit limited. Obviously, Kelsey, you know, is running her business full time already. Um, not that these tips aren't helpful for, you know, somebody that is doing their business full time, but um, just from what I have found from trying to juggle the two, um, you know, I just wanted to share kind of my tips that have really helped me um, in, in taking that, that limited amount of time that I have. Um, you know, after work or on the weekends to really focus on my goals of my business. Honestly, it makes me a little bit more efficient with, (laughs) with what I'm doing with my blog business. But, you know, if you're a mom, you know, at a stay at home mom, and you're trying to build a blog on the side or trying to build a business or whatever, you know, in between naps, this might be helpful for you as well. Really anyone I think can take something from this episode, but Um, Again, just wanted to kind of do this, you know, solo episode so that you can kind of get my perspective of somebody that has, you know, designated hours during the day where I am working and have to kind of squeeze in everything else um, outside of those hours. So without further ado, I will jump into it. So my first tip for productivity is number one, stop trying to multitask. And I know this might be a controversial tip (laughs) or thought process, but honestly, multitasking does not exist really. Like if you sit there and you're trying to talk to your husband about, you know, your weekend plans, like, oh, don't forget, we're going to go to this and this and this. And he's like sitting there on his phone or watching a soccer game or whatever. And you know that he's not really paying attention to you. That's what you are doing when you try to multitask with your business or anything else, really. But specifically with your business, you know, if you're over here writing a caption for Instagram while you're also doing keyword research for your blog, or you know, you're you're on a, you know, you're do, taking a training or something on, I don't know, small business taxes or something, but you're also like answering customer service emails or whatever, like those things, you are not doing yourself any favors by splitting your focus because you're only going to get half of each of those things, you know, rather than the full, like your full attention on one of those things. Um, so again, I would say just multitasking isn't a thing. It is not a real thing. And, you know, yes, you can, watch TV and scroll through your phone at the same time. Both of those are pretty passive things, but you're still not getting that information fully from either of those things. 
Um, so for things like that, it doesn't really matter. But when you are, you know, working on your business, it is going to, you know, hurt you in the long run. If you try to do too many things at once, you're going to send out emails, you know, with spelling errors or whatever, wrong information, you know, you're going to post some, you know, something on social media with the wrong date or who knows there, there's just mistakes are going to happen. You're not going to absorb all the information and you're going to end up having to go back and spend more time redoing the things that you did kind of honestly, like half-assed. So (laughs) I would say just stop trying to multitask. Um, So yeah, number two, um, I would really say utilize time blocking. And I say this um, as a person that doesn't do that all too well. Honestly, um, specifically for me, I have a hard time because my full-time job, the hours are pretty flexible. And so each day looks a little bit different, just kind of depending on how I feel when I wake up and, you know, what kind of meetings I have and things like that. So it is a little bit harder to time block when you, you know, may or may not have like a full day dedicated to one thing. Um, But I do time block on the weekends when I want to really get stuff done. And I time block, you know, after work, generally speaking, I'll wait until I know I'm going to probably have, have had dinner already and have a couple hours before um, it's time to get ready for bed and all of that. I do try to time block so that I know what my goal is to get done, you know, in those couple of hours. And I think, again, you know, just thinking of people that are starting side hustles or they're starting their businesses while also doing another full-time job. Like I think it is so important if you can get away with it because you don't want to be kind of like spinning your wheels about what, you know, what I want to accomplish on this day and what, you know, what kind of tasks do I have? You kind of want to dictate that ahead of time and just maybe spend you know, every Sunday or like Monday morning, whatever works for you, just spend a few minutes like looking at your calendar and then time blocking out, you know, any empty spaces. So again, you may have meetings, you may have drop off, pick up, you know, kid things, family things, whatever, just work around all of that. And if you have a good chunk of time, just start to kind of block out in your calendar or in your planner or wherever you write those things down just try to block out time for, you know, the the things that you need to do daily or the things that you need to do monthly. Just kind of start with that and write those things down and give yourself some time to do those things and adjust accordingly. If if you originally set, you know, like for me, I set an hour every day to go into social media and interact with other accounts and things like that. It doesn't take me an hour every day to do that usually. Um, so I scaled that back to 30 minutes and then I have, you know, an extra 30 minutes that I can use for something else. So, um, I would say, you know, again, start your week out by looking at your calendar and, and just blocking out some time, almost like you would a meeting, like you don't miss meetings, you don't miss appointments. Um, so do the same thing, do yourself a favor and do the same thing with, you know, the big tasks that you need to do, whatever that looks like for you. Um, so 
definitely uh, take advantage of some time blocking. There are a lot of really great YouTube videos about how to time block and things like that. So um, definitely take a look at that if you're not super familiar with the practice. Okay, number three is going to be kind of a simple one, um, output over input. And what I mean by that is do more than you are taking in. So I have learned pretty quickly that I really like to listen to podcasts, read books, watch YouTube videos about how to do certain things or, you know, get in the right mindset of like, oh, I can be a business owner. I can make money. I can do these things. And I spend a lot of my time doing that and not enough of my time, like actually putting those things into practice, especially the things where you're learning how to create a YouTube video or how to, um, you know, get your products manufactured or whatever it is. Um, you need to just start doing versus being so crippled by the information overload really. And that again is something I had to learn kind of the hard way and I'm still learning this. And because it is, it's so much more passive to just sit there and like listen to a podcast or watch a YouTube video. Um, and it's so much more real and scary <laughs> as, especially if you're starting out to actually do the things, write the blogs, you know, contact the vendors, like all of those things, they are scary. Um, and so I would say the formula, the magic formula is just do more output than you are inputting into your brain, basically. Um, so, you know, absorb less than what you are putting out into, into the world, into your business, all of that. Um, definitely don't not, you know, listen to podcasts, read books, all of that. You definitely, there's definitely room for that. And there, you should be learning all the time, but have at least the same amount, if not more output. Okay. And number four is going to be to work in a consistent place. So there's a lot of psychology behind this. And what I mean by this is if you like to bounce around your house and take your laptop wherever and you work at your kitchen table sometimes and you work you know maybe in your actual office sometimes or you work on the couch sometimes i would highly encourage you to pick one i don't care which one it is even if it's not your office like you know work on the couch for like two or three days in a row and stay there and see if you're not more productive because again there's psychology behind it of your brain associating things with places and your brain is going to kind of put you a little bit on autopilot in some certain situations, especially in your home where you spend a lot of your time. So especially if you work from home and you spend a lot of your time here, your brain is like, oh, we're on the couch. We're going to be watching TV and relaxing versus, oh, we're in the office. This is the high productivity area. Let me pump out the juices that get, you know, the productivity going. And the same kind of goes for, you know, I, I think that a lot of people will, you know, think about work or like they'll be on their phone, like scrolling through social, 
um, and like maybe even posting some things and doing whatever, or they'll grab their laptop before they go to bed or even right when they wake up. And your brain, if you do that enough times, your brain is going to be like, okay, we're in bed. That means we're being productive versus, okay, we're in bed. That means we need to go to sleep and power down. Um, And you don't want that. You're not going to sleep well. You're not going to be comfortable. Like it's just not going to be good. So I would encourage you, and even if you're the type that if you have a, a, a physical office outside of your home, if you like to go to coffee shops and work, just stay in a consistent place, whether that be, again, a coffee shop, just go to the same coffee shop. Try to sit at the same table. And I think that you'll be surprised at how productive you are if you do that, because there's just, there's just not as many distractions. Your brain is not trying to figure out where you are and what you're doing and what kind of mindset it should be in. Um, So again, I would highly encourage that. And, you know, I would be surprised if you are not more productive. Um, So yeah. And then number five, finally, um, we have delegate. So this one is maybe a bit of an obvious one. If you don't have enough time to do something, obviously ask for help. (laughs) But as small business owners, we are all very proud and we want to do everything ourselves. And, you know, a lot of us really, you know, we have that drive that we want to learn all of these skills. You know, we want to learn photography and marketing and whatever else. Um, But you're going to spend more time learning those things than putting the effort into them, probably, And if there's somebody else out there that knows it better than you, why not use their expertise? Why would you not do that? You would do that with a lawyer, with an accountant. You wouldn't be like, oh, I'll figure this out. No, you, or maybe you do, I don't know, but you shouldn't. (laughs) You should go to the professionals. You wouldn't do that with a doctor. You wouldn't say, oh, I have this lump on my neck. I could probably just, you know, cut that out or, or whatever. Like you go to professionals for these things. And so I, I always rant about people not taking like social media seriously or really any marketing or graphic design, things like that. There's so many ways to do it. That's a little bit easier than it used to be. I will admit that, but there are professionals out there that have been doing this for however many years and they can do it in you know, a quarter of the amount of time that you can, and it's probably going to be 10 times better. (laughs) And so I would just highly encourage you if there are tasks that you don't feel as strongly skilled in, if there are tasks that you just straight up don't like doing, you can hire, you know, a full-time, part-time or a freelancer. Um, You know, there's so many levels to it. You can hire per project. You can hire per hour. Like, you know, you can make kind of whatever negotiations you want. It doesn't have to break the bank. It doesn't have to be, you know, oh, I have to have, you know, $50,000 to hire somebody to come in and uh, do my inventory or whatever. Um, So, you know, I would say first look at freelance work or hiring, you know, somebody again, part-time or full-time if you have the means for that. There's a ton of opportunities for freelance work. And you would be really surprised at like the amount of things, like the amount of tasks that you could delegate to a freelancer for. Um, 
you know, you've probably heard of uh, like Upwork or Fiverr, but those are apps that you can go to to hire somebody to, um, again, do your graphic design, do your website, do anything marketing related for sure. You can even do virtual assistant tasks where they just answer your emails for you or organize your calendar or, you know, do your accounting or whatever. Like there's so many um, options for what you can hire people to do. Um, If you are not sure if you can afford that, again, I would encourage you to at least do the research, go to those websites that I just mentioned and see if you can get some good quality work out of somebody for that's maybe just starting their career and is going to be charging a lot less, or even honestly, um, people that live in other countries and they don't have their cost of living is not as much. Um, you know, you could potentially hire them for quite a bit cheaper and a lot of other countries don't have minimum wage and things like that. So obviously with freelance, it's a little bit different, but, um, anyway, Um, so back to delegation, that's just the first way, like type of delegation that you could do, um, is kind of the paid version of that to, for those of us that can't even pay ourselves like me (laughs) yet, um, there are options that are free or nearly free. So I'm talking about automations for the most part, and there are, a ton of automations for different things. Same with freelancers. You know, you'd be surprised at how much you can automate. Obviously there's a bunch of like marketing things you can automate. You can, um, if you're not so good at like posting on social media, either consistently or like timely or whatever, you can actually schedule those out to be posted on specific days. So you can like at the beginning of the month, you can sit there and schedule every post that you want to post for the entire month. Um, And then you don't have to touch it again. (laughs) Like, it's amazing. Um, There's just so many ways that you can do that. Auto payments, like definitely if you have the means to do that, run all of your business payments on auto payments and you don't have to think about it. We already have to do that for our personal lives. Like, why would we add that burden to our businesses? Um, And then you know, again, just Google, like if you're not sure, if you have a task in mind that you're listening to this podcast and you're saying, oh, I really hate doing this, Google automation and that thing, and you might find some some options. And again, they may be paid options, but they'll probably be pretty minimal cost, at least compared to hiring like a person. Um, and then lastly, as part of delegation is utilizing AI, which is artificial intelligence. And we actually have a, another podcast that goes a little bit deeper into what you can do with AI. Obviously it's not an exhaustive list of things you can do, but we do have a printout that you can download that'll just give you a few prompts that you can put into chat GBT and say like, Hey, I want to um, have you write me some Instagram captions or whatever. And it'll give you some options. And a lot of times you'll have to kind of play around with the wording and things like that, just because it is a computer, (laughs) it is not a human. And so um, you may have to, you know, do a little bit of work to, uh, again, plug in what you're asking and then tweak a little bit of what they give you. But 
you can use AI for so many things. And, and like I was saying earlier about, um, <clears throat> you know, I really don't care for um, analytics and reports and numbers and things like that. Like it just kind of goes over my head a little bit. Um, or at the very least, I just get like a headache. I just, I can understand the numbers, but like, I don't love manipulating them to be like, you know, something that I can digest easily and things like that. So I don't know. I just, I don't really care about the numbers. Um, and so I would use AI. You can actually plug in, you can, um, send it a, uh, spreadsheet and say, Hey, this is whatever, whatever spreadsheet, please analyze this data and tell me what the best performing campaign was in July based on this criteria or whatever. Um, so there's really a lot that you can do with it. Again, just think of the tasks that you don't like doing and just say, Oh, let me see if I can come up with a way to ask, um, chat to do that. And you can Google a bunch of different um, prompts for that. So again, you can just Google whatever task it is that you don't like doing and say like AI prompt, um, you know, after that and then see what pops up. Uh, there's a ton of different like ways to use it. And so again, those are kind of three levels of getting some help you know, outside of yourself and outside of your poor family who has probably helped you a ton already. Um, so that's it. So that was five. We've got five steps. Um, I, and I will quickly go through those again. So stop trying to multitask is number one. Number two is utilize time blocking. Number three is output over input. Number four is to work in a consistent place. And number five is to delegate either using staff, freelancers, AI, or automation. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. We'll be back in a couple of weeks with a new episode. So check it out. Thanks. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you found it helpful, subscribe to our podcast and send it to a friend. Catch you next time.